You're listening to Gospel Theory, a Call to Learn audio podcast. For more information about Call to Learn, visit calledtolearn.com. That's calledtolearn.com. Thank you for listening. Hi, welcome to Gospel Theory, where we are learning the truth of Jesus Christ through all of the myths, on all of the theories, and all of those incorrect definitions. So welcome to episode number 20. Wahoo, we made it. Yeah, we made it 20. <laughs> so episode number 20, where we're going to talk about how to become one with God. And that includes part of the Ten Commandments. So just a question right off the bat, then we'll get in. What does it mean to be one with God? Um, to be with him? Um, one with God? Sounds kind of like a family thing, right? Yeah. Or You know, you're when... together with him. You, 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 okay. You're yoked with him. Oh, I like that one better. Yeah? Yeah. Jesus Christ said, I am in the Father and the Father is in me and we are one. Yes. What does that mean? Um, we have one purpose. Ooh, <laughs> that's what 99% of the church of Jesus Christ will say. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, um, yes, but I think there's more, right? Okay. In the Doctrine and Covenants, it talks about how God or how Jesus gave God power so that he could come down to earth and learn grace for grace until he became like God. And then he became one with him, right? He was showing us an example of how to become one with God. Literally, not just in purpose, literally one with God. Hmm. Interesting. Grace for grace, not in just purpose. Okay. Literally, okay? Same things happened with the Israelites. Now here's a good story again. We love stories. Yes. Okay. Story. Moses gets the Israelites out of Egypt and brings them through the Red Sea and to Mount Sinai. For what purpose? For them to see God. Uh, not for really? them to, wait, yeah, wait, not wait, for wait, them wait, to get wait, to the wait, promised wait. land. Yeah. yeah. You it, they wanted to see like he planned on having all of these crazy Israelites going up to actually see God. Actually see God. Moses has already seen God. He knows that he exists. He was his mission was to get them out of Egypt and bring them to God. Yeah. That was his mission. Yeah. So he did it. He brought him to Sinai to see God, not just literally, figuratively, or purposefully, and anything like that. To see God face to face. Wow, I did not know that. Yeah, I so didn't realize that Mount Sinai is up here, and there's fire, and I don't know. I guess maybe there was thunder and lightning too. Mm-hmm. I don't know, but no. But they got scared. They feared. You read the scriptures; it's all right there, right? They feared God. Feared him not as in revere, but feared as in, I don't want to see him. He's too scary. Yeah. Right? And so they told Moses, Moses, you do it. You go up there and talk to him. And you just tell us what he says. That's crazy. I mean, who wouldn't want to see God, right? I mean, I, I, I mean, I'm nervous to see God, but I don't know if I could say that I'm fearful of it. Good. I mean, I hope not. I mean, Good. I try to live my life in a way that, He'd be proud, and I know that I don't live my life perfectly, but I feel confident that I could be okay with it, you know? Good. Good. I, I guess it's hard, but I do remember feeling there are times in my life where I felt like, God, if if he saw me right now, I mean, he would, 
he would punish me. He would kill me. He would condemn me. Yeah. Let me see him. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. This would be horrible. Or, or you would, or you would want to be hidden behind a rock before, you know, so that he doesn't see you. Right. Yeah. So there are those, and, and that's how they were feeling. That's exactly how they were feeling. So sadly, Moses went up to the Mount Sinai and that's where he received the 10 commandments. To, so he was trying to get his people to become one with God. In other words, see God and be like God and that they could, you know, make amazing um, progress with the people of the world, being the salt of the earth, right? Right. But he goes up there and, and God says, it's okay. It's okay. I'll give them a way to become one with me. So he hmm. gives them the Ten Commandments. Now, okay, there's a lot more sense. to the story, right? We, we know that there's a lot more right, to the story, yeah, right. but that, that's a condensed version. You can find that in Exodus 19. Um, so the, the, he didn't call them Ten Commandments like we do. We, for some reason, we changed the word to commandments, but it's the Ten Words or the Ten, yeah, the ten Words or the Ten Suggest Sayings. Um, uh, the, it's a state of being, right? How to be one with God. Or one mint, right? That's why the the word atonement that uh, Tyndale made up. He made up the word t- atonement because he couldn't figure out how to say one with one with God without saying it a hundred times. So yeah. he squeezed them together and he made one word atonement. So um, he said uh, to be at one with. That's what it means to be at one with God, and and so that's what he was doing. He was writing these ten words of sayings to help us. All of us, Israelites specifically at that time, to become one with God. Makes sense. So he writes them on two tablets. He writes five on one side and five on another side. Okay? okay. Five, in the first one, he puts in that they're going to be the heavenly realm. These are about heaven. They're about our relationship with each other, God and you and me. Okay? Now these other five are all about what's going to happen on earth. How to be um, with others, right? Okay. How to live in a happy community. Yeah. Right? We did it in another podcast on how to keep the commandments and what that means to keep. So please look at episode 19 for that to, to learn how to keep the commandments and how to protect them. But And, and, to, and how they are a, a, a formula for living a happy life. Okay? That's the formula. First, yeah. we know about the heaven realm. These are the doctrines. Right? Okay. And then we give you the application on how to live it on earth. Those are the five. Makes you get sense. The, you get the two? Yes. Okay, cool. All right, so let's go through them. I've never thought about splitting them up like that. But yeah, that's how God did it. Two makes tablets, sense. Five, five. Heavenly realm, earthly realm. Okay. So the ones on the earthly realm are, I am the Lord thy God. You mean the heavenly realm, right? I mean, oh, did I say earthly? Yeah, you did. Oh, okay, so <laughs> one yeah. through five is yeah. heavenly. So okay. these are the so heavenly the ones. Heavenly realms. I am the Lord thy God. You have to know that the God exists. Okay. Okay. Then thou shalt have no other gods before me. Don't worship anybody but me. It's the only one. Yep. I am the way. Okay. There's no other way to get to heaven but by me. Okay. Um, thou shalt not take the Lord, the name of the Lord thy God, in vain. Meaning, don't make fun of me. 
Don't treat me like a small item. This is big. Look up. I want to do another podcast just on that saying right there because I think we misinterpret it a lot. Like we yes, think of it as do. swearing, and it's, it has nothing to do with swearing. It has everything to well, do with swearing. Can have something yeah. to do with it, but it's not everything. No, it. Yeah. It, it, yeah. It's it, don't belittle me. Don't put me off. Don't don't. Don't stop thinking about me. Think about me all the time. Yeah, okay. Yeah, that's yeah. what it means, okay? So um, remember the Sabbath day to keep it holy. Notice these are doctrines. These are orthodoxies. Doctrines. Keeping the Sabbath day holy is part of the heavenly realm. Now we're going to do a whole new podcast on Sabbath Yeah, day. definitely. And we're doing, yeah, oh, actually, we're going to do a five-episode series on the Sabbath day because it's so important. But and it's so good, <laughs> but so it's one just to know for right now. These aren't. Oh yeah. So so the first five would be considered doctrine. Yes, hundred percent. And then the last five are five are applications. Applications. Yes. Oh, that's cool. It is cool. That makes way Yay. more sense. Oh my gosh. I'm so glad you're getting this. Yes. So great. <laughs> so the fifth one is honor thy father and thy mother. Hmm. The heavenly realm. Well, wait the a minute. Orthodoxy realm. Jeez. And so, what is it? What does that mean exactly? Like that we have to honor thy father, which is in heaven, mm. or are we honoring our father, which is on earth? Well, you answer that question. I would say both. It is both. Yeah, definitely both. It's uh, we. It's in other words, families are sacred. Right. Right. Yeah. And we are put into family units throughout the whole earthful existence. So that, and it's a doxy. It is doctrine. It is in the heavenly realm. See, this is why I just don't understand how I, I think Catholics contradict themselves a lot when they say, well, you know, it's important to have families and, you know, whatever, and honor thy father and thy mother. And then they go off and they, and they say that um, having you're born into sin and and that yeah none of that ever made sense that doesn't make sense to me because if if that what you say is true then we are commanded to have families and to keep them keep them sacred yeah it's very fascinating that you said the very words that um, augustine said because i want to tell you that, that the problem that happened in the in about 400 a.d when augustine was around okay the augustine of hippo okay Augustine of Hippo said he was in the 5th century, so that makes 600, so it was about 600. Okay, okay, so the 5th century, he taught that the first tablet, the heavenly realm tablet, should contain the, the God and that thou shalt have no other gods before me, and thou shalt keep the, take the name, not take the names, take the Lord's name in vain, my goodness. Right. Remember the Sabbath day holy should be on one tablet, but the parents, honoring the parents, should go on the 6th, so it said go on the 2nd. It has nothing to do with heaven, he said. Ah, I see. Right? Okay. He said it has nothing to do with heaven. We've got to put it in the earthly realm. Interesting. Yeah. He's also the one that said the very thing you did. We are born in sin. He was the first one? He was the first one to make it doctrine. So we are born, well, for them. So this is the 1600s or 600? No, 600 years after Christ. Oh, okay. 600. So like during the Dark Ages. Yeah. That makes Except sense. It's not Dark Ages, it's the Middle Ages. Light was still on the earth. We say Dark Ages because the, the, there's no priesthood and there was 
no right. God, no yeah. dark, but it's not. It, there was still light on the earth. It was just so, it was just dim. Okay, that makes okay. sense. All right. So, or, uh, Augustine, right? He's the one who taught uh, taught that, hey, there is, we have to live in sin. We have to pay for our own sins and um, all of this stuff. But he's also the one that said, let's take parenthood out of the heavenly realm, out of doctrine, and make it an earthly thing. This is just for this earth life. And now they're trying to get rid and now there's a lot of people who are going against the family. Yeah. And saying that there's no such thing as, you know, family doesn't exist. And it's, we don't a, need it's made up and we don't need them and we can take care of ourselves. Yeah, and, exactly. But if what you say is true, and of course it is, then it's a heavenly thing. Yeah, it's a doxy. And that's really what I it's love about this church is doctrine. that it, it is it is a heavenly commandment yeah. um, to have kids and how how sacred that is. And then you can just tell how sacred it is because people tried to tear it down. Yeah. So. And so yeah, it's it's a doctrine. In other words, we're we, it's all about family, right? <laughs> it's yeah. all about family. We are. So the Sabbath day is about working, but also resting. It's important to rest, right? And and fatherhood, parenthood, it's going is was already existed before, and it's going to continue to exist. Yes, that's what family is about, and it's an orthodoxy. It's a it's a doctrine. It's ground in doctrine. August Augustine was trying to make it not a doctrine, but make it a practice. This is just for this earth life, right? Interesting. So and and that and so let's just review then the last five really do have to do with this earth life and how to live in a happy society. They yeah. are just commandments. Commandments are suggestions for a happy community. Yeah. Okay. So thou shalt not kill. Thou shalt not commit adultery. Thou shalt not steal. Thou shalt not bear false witness against thy neighbor and thou shalt not covet. You can see how all of those, if we lived all of those, we would live in a happy community, right? Yeah. After living the other five too. Okay. Makes sense. So, the commandments or the ten words or the ten sayings given to us in both the heavenly realm and the earthly realm are for us to prepare to see God. That's for pretty us cool. To be one with God. So we want you to keep <laughs> Yes. The commandments, keep the five words on the heavenly realm and keep the five words on the on the earthly realm to live a happy life. That's all it is. It's a formula for keeping a happy life. So that you can feel, yeah, and you can feel worthy for Christ and so that you don't have to fear him. Yeah. You shouldn't have to fear him and if you keep his commandments, you won't. Yeah. And if you understand his doctrine and the atonement, that you 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 don't have to be afraid of God's judgment day. Because he will be there with open arms ready to take you. Yeah. He said, oh, you lived my 10 suggestions. Great. Good job. <laughs> yeah, good for you. Pat on the back. You know, it's you like you're already, guaranteed, <laughs> you're already guaranteed eternal life. So mm -hmm. this is just to make your life easier and happier. It's the plan of happiness on purpose. It is for happiness. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's why the Founding Father said the pursuit of happiness. Mm -hmm. I agree. And this is going to be so helpful for the pursuit of happiness, right? Yes. Living these 10 sayings. Yeah. These 10 suggestions to give you a happy life. Yeah. Yep. So I am also doing a, a, a class called Search the Scriptures. It's going to 
it's going to be just a, like an in-depth way of learning how to search for meaning in the scriptures. Sometimes we just read the scriptures and sometimes we search for things that sound good to us or search for just the word Christ, you know, things like or that. Or our answers. Or right. in searching for answers. I want you to search. I want to help you search for meaning. So what is God teaching me in this verse? And I have, and I literally, I've been preparing, preparing the slides. I have hundreds of examples in the scriptures for you to share with you on teaching you how to learn meaning, how to find definitions, what it means by keywords, how to find context and how to find the words within the context, um, how to diagram sentences, how to diagram sermons to teach you, how to find patterns, how to find symbols and what they all mean. So I'm so very grateful that I get to, to prepare for this class and, and to teach it. And if you're wanting to learn more, please go to calltolearn.com and look up the current classes that we'll be taught. We'll be teaching it in August. So Yeah, this is August of 2020. And if you happen to not, uh, you know, if it happened to be past this, that you're listening to this podcast, then it, it'll be available for recording as well. So you can definitely purchase that. Yes, it'll, so, it'll definitely well, be fun. Everything that, that we do is always recorded and always done, although it's way fun to attend it live. So yes, uh, yes. be sure to check those out at calledtolearn.com. Thank you for joining us and be one with God. All right, join us next time. We're probably going to be talking about all sorts of fun stuff. We Guys, we never run out of content. Like This stuff is so important. And please feel free to share it um, uh, with your, your friends and family members um, and specific individuals that who are struggling or, you know, have some questions about the church and how and how we do things or have some questions about the church, even though they've been a part of the church or never been a part of the church. This would be a great podcast to share with them so that they can understand the doctrines and not be so caught up with the, prince, uh, the principles and the applications. So we'll see you on the next podcast. This has been Gospel Theory, a Call to Learn audio podcast. For more podcasts like this, visit our website at calledtolearn.com forward slash podcast.